0: Alright, well, live from the other side of the vortex, this is, this is property management uh, with Alex Deacon. It's real estate investing with Alex Deacon, but it's a property management series. Uh, the vortex joke is something from before we were taping. I apologize. Uh, it's not a
1: joke. It's going to happen.
0: The world's ending in a couple days, so by the time you guys hear this and it's published, you know we're going to be through a, a black hole vortex, which I thought was just my Oakland Raiders leaving Oakland, and we're just never going to see them again in Oakland, but okay. maybe we're talking a completely different vortex here. It's it's coming. It's on it's the coming. way. It's on its way. Yes. It's the end of the world as we know it. Hey. Um. All right, Mr. Deacon. My horrible singing. Well, aside, just in
1: case it doesn't happen. Yeah. We should just in case. So look, we'll we'll run this podcast like it's not going to happen. But if it does. Just in case. It's nice knowing you, folks. It, it was a good run. Yeah. So we, let's get started. What are we going to talk about today?
0: Today, I think let's since we're going property management. Um. The Deacon wants to talk about quality versus quantity, Um, and I think this is a great way to start off, so Alex, uh, take it away, good sir. Yeah,
1: we do talk a lot about this too in in the flips that, you know, in the other sessions like we're talking about flips or even when you're buying your rentals or, uh, I don't know, I just think in a lot of different aspects of of life, right, quality Mm -hmm. versus quantity, I guess. Yeah. I'm a firm believer in it, just because I've made so many errors and mistakes, and I've seen so many other investors make the same mistakes over and over and over again. That it just become, it, I become numb to it, Mm -hmm. and I I think when I talk to some of my potential clients who call me, like I talked to somebody yesterday, and I was a little cold to them because I really I got just like. Tired of talking about the same mundane subject that I have to talk about and explain to someone who's buying in this area, mm-hmm. and I know a tremendous amount and they don't, and then I have to try to explain this all to them in five minutes. Right. And it's just, it's like it's hard to I do. just like to get to the point. I said, yeah, I almost want to say, yeah, that property sucks. Don't buy it, and we're not going to manage it. That's what I want to say sometimes because I know, <laughs> I just know, mm-hmm. and I'm and then but the caveat is, I also tell them. At the beginning, look, I'm going to probably be harsh to you when, when we talk initially because I'm only trying to help you. Right. If you want me to say, I think you should buy this. I think your life's going to be 100% better. I think you're probably going to be able to quit your job in a couple more years if you buy a couple more of these. And uh, you're going to ride off in the sunset on a white horse. If you want me to say that, I could, but I'm not that person. Right. I'm trying to help you. And, so, and sometimes helping you hurts me financially. Mm-hmm. Because I turned down a lot of business based on my gut feeling about the person I'm talking to and my gut feeling about the property. And, and I'd rather turn down your business than have an unhappy client. It's very easy to have a lot of unhappy clients in this business. We've had them before. We've had too many properties. We shrunk back down to a manageable amount and now we're up to you know a certain amount that's most of my property owners are happy. Right, you're never gonna please everybody. It's a hard business to please everybody,
0: and and we do live in a world now where people unfortunately don't like just blunt, <clears throat> honest truth. So I think I I, I appreciate the fact that, that I'm sure I'm sure the, the you know the agents that you deal with and, and other investors you deal with probably appreciate the fact that you are just brutally honest because that cuts a lot of the BS middleman stuff you know mm-hmm. time is money and why 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 waste time when you get straight to the point you know
1: yeah and I'm, i and, and i feel for the person on the other line who's talking to me that they don't know me they just i just sound like some arrogant dude who just wants to get you off the phone right i don't i just want to get to the point and i want to share with you what i feel about this no holds barred and then if you want to take my advice and run with it that's fine uh, but i don't want to paint a rosy picture unless there's a, a rosy picture to be
0: painted Which is fair, and I I think that's admirable. Yeah, that's the way it's supposed to be.
1: So, again, we usually pick out these topics because of maybe what happened this week. So I I talked to a a gentleman a few days ago, and he had asked me that, uh, oh, I'm buying this property in this area. Uh, I heard you do property management. Can you call me? I called him. I said, hey, how are you doing? What what can I help you with? Um, This is what I need. I need to know what you guys do so there we go the whole spiel what do you do well where do you want me to start we do everything from fixed (laughs) toilets to evict deadbeat tenants to handle uh fires to handle triple murders that we found at one house that's real yes oh my. to handling just well then just handling the basic stuff like collecting rent and billing back a water bill uh we just did a property recently that i owned and i sold and then the new owner got a $9,000 pass due water bill out of nowhere. So now we have to research why is this water bill $9,000 when we as the management company have been paying it every month for right. the past two years. Wow. And you're dealing with PWSA, which is a water company in this area, and they're...
0: Not easy to deal with. It's very say. difficult. Yeah,
1: so when you want me to explain what do you do, there's about a minute's worth of a full volume that I could go into detail on. So, what I'll do is I'll let people know, you know, we do everything a landlord would do, okay? But if you want to know the details, we have a Frequently Asked Questions attachment, and we have these podcasts, and we have some other stuff online, and I say, can I have your email? I just, I'm going to send you over all that information. You can listen to these podcasts at your convenience, in your car, going to work or at home, and then you can also go through the Frequently Asked Questions page, once you listen to some of those podcasts and go through those questions, most of your information is going to be there. Mm-hmm. Then, whatever questions you have after that, then let's talk. Right. So that was how I started that que- that conversation. Because
0: and, and, and really and, and I think the reason why you do that and, and why it's smart, at least for me, somebody that's not you know an, an investor myself, it cuts out all the riff raff, so that somebody really knows whether or not they want to talk to you, you know, uh, mm-hmm. or, or get involved with you when it comes to property management or, or you know if they, if they need your yeah. services or not. And then that way, when you do finally get that call, you know it's the meat and potatoes of the conversation. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, I think we're looking through, I'm looking through some of what our podcast titles were. Um, Let's see, one was, what a property management company doesn't do. Mm -hmm. Property management, what is it? Property management, finding new tenants, problem tenants, repairs and contractors, frequently asked questions, pricing your rental. So this is all... So if you're a, a person who just wants to learn the business or learn about how MACE does their property management or just how most companies do it, you can start listening to some of these podcasts. And by doing that, that answers a lot of questions and it also creates a lot of questions. Correct. Because right? you're like, oh, gee, I never thought about, about that. I have three more questions mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that that made me think of. So, Which is a good thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so the conversation went, yeah, go ahead there. To the website, check out the frequently asked questions, and then let's talk at a later date. But, but I said, then what are you buying? Because I'm buying a property in this area. Okay, well, what's the address? And he only said, I live out of state. I'm like, okay, so what's the address? So I'm looking at the property online. I'm not his agent. I'm not going to make any money by selling it by him buying it. He has his own agent. I looked at it and I said, uh, here's what I think about the property. I don't like it. I don't like the area. It's a busy street. It's a C to D plus area. Mm -hmm. You're not gonna attract very good clients there. Tenants, I'm looking at the 24 pictures that are posted online and I'm looking at the pictures. I'm already seeing potential water problems. I'm seeing a lack of parking. Um, I'm seeing some cracks in the garage foundation. I'm I'm looking at the interior of the units and I'm saying, well, they're kinda run down. When that tenant moves out, you're probably gonna need to put into a new kitchen, new floor, new bathroom. I'm seeing a money pit. right? And based off of what I see in the pictures, what I know about the area, and what I see with the, the sale price of that property, I said, we probably would not be interested in managing this for you, number one. So number one, I'm cutting myself out of any potential money making. Right. Which I would think is like what every salesperson should never do. <laughs> okay? And two, I told him that I don't believe this is a good opportunity for you you live out of state? How much experience do you have? Well, I have experience in buying in other parts of the country. Well, that's good. But understanding you're calling me, I I feel like I'm an expert in the area, and I'm just trying to help you. If you were a friend or my aunt or my cousin, I would tell you the same thing. I probably would take a super close look at this, have somebody inspect it very closely, maybe have a contractor come in and give you some prices before you put hand money down and make an offer. But even with that being said you can only shine that turd so much right so it's only going to be the shiniest turd right the, and it's not ever going to be a diamond no so i would if, if it was me unless you're here managing it and you live close by and you're dealing with all the crap that you have to deal with on this particular property i wouldn't suggest buying it but right because now shine we're, fades. we're not interested in in managing it unfortunately you need to do a little better quality for yourself and for us
0: and that's honest. There's and, nothing... be,
1: and I was like, maybe I was having one of those days where I was just, I was spent. I was pretty much spent. So right. I was a little more coarse than I usually am. I like to be less coarse, less right. abrasive. But I, I, he kind of took it, the offensive, or he was defensive a little bit. Like, well, I do have some experience. I'm like, I understand that, but you don't have the experience I have. And right. I'm only trying to help you. Right. And I'm only trying to do this quickly because you know, it's five o'clock and I want to get home to my family and I want to spend time with, with my loved ones yep. and I just want people when they call me and this is unfair for them, for for them, but for me, I just want you to trust what I say 100%. Right. And right. there's no way anybody who calls is going to trust me 100%. Right. Not, who is this guy? Right, right, You're right. <laughs> trust him? He, he, he might not know nothing about nothing. Right. So, for me, I just want, you know, I want to, get my point across and I want you to trust me 100%, which is unfair for me to expect someone to do that. But that's the kind of taste in, the, in his mouth I left. But then he emailed me the, the next day and said, thanks for the information you sent. Um, and he had a couple more questions. So we are to start building a rapport. Good, so. good, good, good. But uh, where it's going to lead, I, I don't know.
0: But that's good. That, I mean, I and I think especially, you know, for somebody that's not in this market, he's out of state, not knowing anything about the area. I mean, in a way maybe sometimes it's 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 almost tough love in a way, you know. Mhm. It really is.
1: It is, absolutely. That's a good way to put it.
0: Yep. Um so what else about uh, quality versus quantity here?
1: Okay, so just keep you have to keep in mind that as a property manager, so I'm I'm trying to help the customer or the potential customer or client mm-hmm. stand in my shoes and from from my view, we have to pick properties And we have to pick property owners who are a good fit for this recipe for success. What I mean by that is, if you have a crappy property like the one I was just talking about, but you have an owner who fully understands everything that can go wrong, and is fully aware that this is going to be an uphill battle, and Mm -hmm. is fully aware that they're going to have to spend money to make this property what it can be, right? then sometimes I'm willing to take that that property on, even though I know that property is not that nice. I want to go see it. I might want to say, okay, I really like you as an owner. I want to go see the property. And if I can help you, I will. If I see the property and I say, no matter what you do, it's not going to change. You're still going to have a dog. We're still going to have a headache on our, our hands as far as management. Headaches for us just trickle downhill. Unfortunately, poop rolls downhill, yep. and it rolls through the management company into the owner's lap, Yep, because the owner's ultimately responsible for mm-hmm. tenants who aren't paying rent for repairs, for lawsuits, for damages. They're responsible for that. We do everything we can to prevent all of that, but the more hurdles you put in the recipe, the more potential problems you're going to have. So... I will take on a property that I'm not fond of if the owner's super awesome, okay? But then, you might have uh, a super quality property. Like so, I, I might see a really, really nice uh, investment property, f- and the owner says, yeah, I own this, I want to you guys to manage it, but I want you to do it for 1%, and I want emails every two days, and I want to talk to somebody once a month and go over my numbers, every month for at least a half an hour of the, uh, the unrealistic expectations so i can't i don't care if you're a doctor making a million dollars a year and this property's gonna is a million dollar property or more it doesn't fit well with us because i can't have you treating my staff like that or expecting my staff to tailor all their time and efforts to your one property there's no real estate company who's going to do that. There's no management company who can handle that. Mm-hmm. So, what I mean when I say quality versus quantity, not only should you the homeowner, the investor focus on quality properties, but you should also focus on quality management companies. Okay? So, it's not always the lowest price and cuz believe me, if they if you're doing management for 1 or 2 or 4 or 5%, that that company's not making money or they're taking money somewhere else they're beating up on repairs or something right. right for me quality versus quantity means i have to have a quality a quality owner and a quality property that's a, that's a home run for me right a quality owner and not a quality property i'm still willing to to help if it's a not quality owner and a not quality property it's a no win situation for me right we're never gonna be able to make that person happy, we're never gonna make that property profitable, and then what happens there? We get unhappy tenants, unhappy owner, unhappy reviews, bad business. Right. So I don't take it personal, and nor should 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 you if i happen to talk on the phone to you and i sound a little abrasive
0: <laughs> sometimes straight to the point that like like i said it's 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 a shame that we live in a world that straight into the point does sound abrasive but but it does though sometimes cuz it is it's a very busy i, I don't think know. it's
1: i don't think we are as abrasive as we should be in in some respect you know i agree with everybody that everybody just is on their tiptoes they don't want to say certain words now and even if you say them out of context you're considered something evil um I just like to be up front and honest with people because, you know, we all have... We just, we all want what's, you know, what's What's fair. What's best, What's what's best, and I'm just looking out for your best interests. If I don't think I can... If I don't think I can look out for your best interests, then I don't deserve your business.
0: Right, right. That's a good way to look at it. That's a good way to look at it. Um, Let's see. What else we got? Hmm. Uh, Quality versus
1: quantity? I think we probably covered it more. I mean, it was just... Mainly, it wasn't... I mean, we've talked about this so many other times in different...
0: Little in different little sections yeah, here and there. different now, yeah. sections.
1: But this was concerning... Uh, so, qu- just to recap, I guess, as a property owner, you're going to be buying. It's better to spend a little more money buying a better area and focus on that quality versus looking at the bottom line. What's my return going to be? Because right. your return will not be that... Much, just because of different variables, which we discuss in other, other ones. Here, let me give you an example. I'm I'm in the process of buying a, a townhome now. Um, if the deal goes through, it's a hundred fifty thousand dollar townhome. I'm getting a really good deal. I'm getting it for like one twenty seven. Okay. Right. So that's a really good deal, and that's like, fifteen percent mm-hmm. less than value, than market value. And in a hot market, in a townhome that's ten years old. You, that's unheard of right That yeah. doesn't come around that often trust me so if I buy this even pay I would pay my property management company a percentage I pay them a smaller percentage I get a discount because I own the company but I do pay them to place a tenant I do pay them to do all the work I'm going to basically break even possibly lose $100 a month
0: okay
1: oh well why would you do that Alex well because I'm buying it with zero money down so I'm borrowing all the money. I'll mm-hmm. refinance it. I'll get all my money back. I'll refinance out of that that hard money loan. Get all my money back. I'll owe after all bank fees and refinance costs, whatever. I'll have like one hundred thirty-two thousand into it, right? But it's worth one hundred fifty. And then next year it's going to be worth one fifty-six. And then next year after that it's going to be worth one sixty-one. The next year after that it's going to be worth one sixty-five. Every year, it's going down. In my balance is being reduced, right? So right. I owe 132 this year. Next year I'm going to owe 129, and next year I'm going to owe 125. So in five years, I owe 120. It's worth 180. Okay. So now, even though I lost, let's say a thousand dollars a year for the past five years, I lost five thousand dollars. I bought it with zero money down. Mm-hmm. Lost five thousand dollars over the past five years, I get to write off all those losses and depreciation of Ooh. the property and such. Okay. okay, but now on my balance sheet, I have an asset that I owe one hundred twenty, and it's worth one eighty, so I'm sixty thousand dollars richer on my balance sheet, and most likely the rents going up a little bit, mm-hmm. so that loss every month is. It's probably going to eventually go away and maybe be a break even, right. but I will take those deals all day long versus buying something in a C class neighborhood where oh yeah I'm going to make four hundred dollars a month cash flow, but then the building I own is ninety years old, so yeah I'm making all this money maybe five thousand dollars a year in profit. All of a sudden I get hit with a ten thousand dollar sewer line, right. it just collapsed, right. or a four hundred dollar gas line. A four thousand dollar gas line, or a roof, you know that's ten thousand right. dollars. So that cash flow is nice, but in, it just it can go away like that, you know, with <laughs> one major repair on a very old structure, and um, plus you're dealing with that society of lower income and. You know, that comes with uh, challenges and problems. Right.
0: And that's where a larger portfolio doesn't necessarily mean that you have a better portfolio, you
1: know? Yeah. People ask me, how many units do I go, well, like 120, but I wish I owned about 10. Isn't that like the how much you bench? How much you bench? Yeah. Like, yeah, you're not a real man. You don't, yeah, but, you don't have this many properties. <laughs> and you have two thick legs. <laughs> yeah. And you fall over. But yeah, it's it's quality. I feel is better than quantity. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I think that covers it. That covers
0: yeah I covers I think that's a good one though I mean that, that's that's a good one that's so so and and again what you're what you're saying to, to put a because we always like to tie a bow on it is if it comes to impulse you use take feelings out of it use facts and just remember quality over quantity think is it really going to fit your portfolio is it something you want to hang on to long term mm-hmm so all right Alex thank you thank you thank you for we get in here? About 20 minutes. That's a good one, right? 20 yeah. minutes was good. It was awesome. Um Guys, if you're listening to this, it, I would imagine it's probably after Christmas or maybe it's a day before Christmas. I'm not sure when I'm publishing this, but Merry Christmas. Happy holidays to everybody out there. Uh, Happy New Year. All that jazz from everyone here at Deacon Hoover Real Estate. Right, good sir? Yes. You're nice. like, sure. Yeah. Merry Christmas to everybody and, and have a great <laughs> New Year in 2019. Wow, we're almost at, my daughter and I were just talking about it, almost at 2020. Mm. Almost the turn of the century. But for Alex, for myself, for everybody here at uh, DHRE, we thank you. And for Mace Property Management, uh, go to Pittsburgh Property Management.com. Go to DHREA.com for Deacon Hoover Real Estate. Find our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Google Play Podcasts. Just type in Deacon Hoover or Alex Deacon to, to your favorite podcasting service. Uh, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram now and Facebook. Just search Deacon Hoover. You will find us there too. Uh, We're all over the place, guys. So reach out to us. Send us your topics. uh, If you want us to cover a certain topic and send us any feedback you have. We thank you again and we'll see you next time.